0: Welcome this Grunt Toad. Um today I'm going to we're going to be interviewing Glaudia Bolt. So <laughs> <laughs> if you want to introduce yourself or anything that you want to plug.
1: Let's see. What um <laughs> my website is gladiabolt.com. It's interesting spelling, so I'll probably have Caleb Link it. Mm-hmm. But B-O-L-D-T. My Instagram is gladia with a one instead of the L, which is <laughs> Vaguely narcissistic, maybe, <laughs> <laughs> but that's it. That's <laughs> so all
0: right. All right. Uh, let's get into the first question. How did you get into acting?
1: You know, I started doing actual like little plays locally, and not at school. Mm-hmm. I started doing them at something called Music Training Center, oh, which okay. was like 20 minutes from my house. Mm-hmm. And then I started taking classes at the Walnut Street Theater, which is in Philly. Like, me, not <laughs> <laughs> okay. You're fine. Um. And it's the oldest theater in the the United States, and they have Mm -hmm. a lot of really great instructors. But Mm -hmm. I didn't take it very seriously, and I didn't think I was great at it, but now I'm majoring in it. So, (laughs) yeah. And a lot of student films in high school. That's when I really started enjoying Mm
0: it. Do you do any plays in, like, middle school, or, like, when did you start acting?
1: I I didn't do anything, really, in middle school pertaining (laughs) to acting. I did some music. I was in orchestra and chorus, choir. But I... I I, I took a break. (laughs) I mean, I was like, what, 12? Yeah, I think I got rejected from the first musical, and then I just stopped. Oh, really? For a while, (laughs) because I didn't know how to handle Mm. that. Uh, And then I started again in high school with Mm. films, because I found that I liked that in some ways more than stage work, because I didn't understand stage work then. Yeah. Yeah.
0: You can lower your mic a little bit if you want to, like... Yeah, better. So it's not like up in your face. I appreciate that. Yeah. So did you only stay with film during high school or did you do like your like musical plays or in high school too Uh for like your school or was it just film?
1: I did. I actually only did senior year. I did a musical and I did a play Mm -hmm. with them. But freshman through junior year, I didn't. I was very distracted. I mean, I went to a very competitive high school. Mm. And I was trying to model, and my brain was kind of everywhere. So I I, I didn't even have the capacity to consider that then. Yeah, that makes sense. So I took a break, like I said. Okay. Another break. But I kept doing film. I found Mm. that through Backstage, which is this casting service. (laughs) And that that was what got me interested.
0: Okay. Um, One of your films by Buller (laughs) Pair. I don't know if you want to, like, talk about that, but it was...
1: Oh No, I... What I mean, was your
0: experience with that? <laughs> it was a great experience.
1: Yeah. Um I I didn't know what the edit would be. I didn't know what it would mm-hmm. look like. It was the first film that took longer than a day that I was in and it was on location. Yeah. So we went I went to North Carolina with my dad. Mhm.
2: Um
1: and I really enjoyed the process. You know, you don't know where films are going to end up. Yeah. So I think a lot of people hope for festivals and they hope for certain viewings that they don't always get because it's so competitive. I just appreciated someone taking a chance on me because I didn't have any experience at that point. Yeah. So.
0: Was that like your first major, like, well, like first like (laughs) film?
1: Uh, yeah, I did some stuff with NYU students, I guess my sophomore year of high school, but I didn't. That was it. I mean, I, they were very short experimental films, so they were cut to all of like a minute, a minute and a half. Okay. Yeah. That's really cool.
0: What has uh, been your favorite role so far?
1: You know, this is going to sound crazy because my favorite role, oops, sorry. It's alright. <laughs> has to be something that I did like in elementary school. Mm-hmm. But only because it got, it, it made me realize that acting is so interesting and that's because I was playing a boy. I was playing mm-hmm. Jean Valjean in Les Mis and the character was a hero but also messy and complicated.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So I really enjoyed that. Yeah. And then that catapulted me into enjoying other roles.
0: That's really interesting. That's kind of like how you got started. Yeah, you're like right. Like your origin story.
1: <laughs> my villain origin story.
0: Um, Here are some of your inspirations when it comes to acting.
1: You know, I try not to put people on pedestals. I think we all do, yeah. though. I've had conversations with you and with other people in our group about mm-hmm. this. Because the more you learn, I think, about certain figures whether they're in the music industry or the entertainment industry the more you might not necessarily love them as well you might love them yeah but I think you're trying to separate them from a lot of other things that surround their lives whether that's politics or whatever
0: Mm -hmm. but
1: in acting I think my answers are going to be similar to what a lot of people say you know Meryl Streep Mm -hmm. Viola Davis the greats Mm -hmm. but also actresses who can write yeah. because that is what I want to do. Mm -hmm. So, Britt Marling, who wrote The OA and acted in it, Mm -hmm. and Phoebe (laughs) Waller-Bridge,
0: who I mention a lot,
1: who wrote Fleabag.
0: Oh, wow, that's really cool. What what makes them your inspirations?
1: They don't stick to one aspect of the field. Mm -hmm. They know the crafts really well. They know their crafts. They've studied acting. They've worked on that. Mm -hmm. But they allow themselves the space to try to write, and I mean, it's, you, it's very easy to talk about something and not do it, Yeah. so the series that they've created not only got a lot of critical acclaim and got a lot of uh, attention, but they also are structurally what I think are yeah. w- well-written, mm-hmm. so I just like that they, are, they let their brains go wherever they're interested in. They don't pigeonhole themselves into one thing.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. That's really cool. Who um, is your dream actor that you would want to work with eventually?
1: Um, like I said earlier, Meryl Streep elevates everything that she's in. Mm-hmm. She was in Big Little Lies. I don't know if you saw it. She was briefly in the show. I haven't You yeah,
0: haven't, okay. but I've been meaning to.
1: I mean, it's, it's a good show. The mm-hmm. plot definitely is something that people talk about in a joking way. Mm-hmm. Online, yeah. You know, like Wine Moms. But mm-hmm. it, it's well written and it's well structured. And Meryl Streep plays this unlikable mother mm-hmm. or stepmother. But she's so invested and she's so present. Yeah. Also, Charlize mm-hmm. Theron has done a lot of, like, a range of work. Mm-hmm. So I really respect her. Mm-hmm. She did something called Monster, uh, I guess, 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. And she's playing this serial killer who is kind of has an ugly personality and is very dark and I it's interesting because again she's not Mm -hmm. typecast because she forces herself to go out for other roles yeah it's so easy to just play yourself Mm -hmm. in film but she doesn't do that so her or Meryl Streep
0: I feel like that's like the hardest thing to do is to like Mm -hmm. have like many different roles and not stick to one because I feel like most actors like Adam Sandler and or like other, like, big actors or whatever mainly just, like, stick to one, like, quote-unquote act or whatever, and it's, I feel like it's really hard to, like, actually master the skill of, like, playing different actors or, like, playing different, like, roles.
1: No, you're right. I mean, I'm trying, the reason why I'm studying it Mm -hmm. is because of that, because I think the only way that you can get a lot out of your training is if you're trying to expand your range Mm -hmm. and play things that are not necessarily suited for you and casting directors still Mm -hmm. might say like you're only going to play this character Mm -hmm. but eventually if a script falls into Mm -hmm. your lap if you're lucky enough and it is a role that isn't in your type Mm -hmm. and you actually audition well then Mm -hmm. you might get it so I feel like again you just never know what you're going to get what you might get Mm -hmm. so being ready for that if you can be ready
0: yeah, that's like, I don't know, I, that takes like a lot of work too. I feel like that's like something like super hard to yeah, like I'm, get I'm to. Yeah, I'm
1: trying, but you know, I, I, you're probably going to ask about this. I mean, I know you're going to ask <laughs> yeah. about this, but right now we're studying on Zoom mm-hmm. and I'm doing scene study on Zoom and monologues right. on Zoom. Yeah. So that's, <laughs> been, that's yeah. been interesting for that reason, because trying to expand your range when you're staring at a laptop camera yeah. is difficult because your your physicality isn't involved your voice is like sort of involved and it's so easy to cheat you can have your lines on the screen
2: mm-hmm.
1: and you're not you don't have the person there so yeah. scene study it's like you're talking to a tv show you know? yeah
0: that kind of jumps to like the next uh, few questions like what is it being like or being an art major during a pandep- pandemic mm-hmm. and trying to like get accustomed to everything being online?
1: Well, motivation is hard to come by, and I watched your interview with Titus, and Titus mentioned Mm. that when he was talking about Babelion, Mm. because you need people to hold you accountable sometimes. Mm. Uh, And I've been living at home for a few months now. I'm going to be moving back, but I'm waiting until I have both doses of the vaccine. Yeah. But it's been hard to come by motivation sometimes because I think artists put a lot of pressure on themselves to produce and keep producing because it looks like other people are doing that too. But we're not experiencing very much right now. So it's hard to write, it's hard to act, it's hard to draw upon experiences that we're not having.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. How were you able to kind of go from like in-person acting where you're acting in front of like a live audience comparatively to the one that you did on Zoom where it was like, You couldn't see the audience and you couldn't see the actor in front of you.
1: I mean, a lot of stage work, I don't see the audience anyway, Mm -hmm. just because of lighting. And I think it's been very good in some ways because it forces you to be, to make interesting choices. Because when people choose to see a Zoom show, Mm -hmm. they're making an investment that they might not be making when they choose to see film with a set or a show that has a set. It takes a lot more concentration to look at people talking you know, on the computer when they're not meant to. I don't want yeah. to say not meant to, but you, Zoom shows, that's not a normal thing. Yeah. So it's forcing me to step into the craft more than I think I have.
0: Do you think you've, this, like, quote-unquote, on um, opportunity that wasn't really kind of forced mm-hmm. upon mm-hmm. Um, made you a better actor in a way because you are kind of forced to test your limits on, like, what you c- could do?
1: Yes. Again, just... Holding on to passion, I think, mm-hmm. is really important when you're trying to stay in a career or yeah. in a field that you might have work for a period of time and then you won't for a yeah. long period of time. So in that way it has, I mean, like a lot of the Zoom theater that I've done, sometimes there there will be a few months where I'll get a lot and this would happen when I was here, I'll get a bunch of films and I'll be mm-hmm. doing theater and then it stops and I get rejected. Yeah. So experiencing that, while at home has made me reflect more Mm -hmm. and think about how seriously I'm taking this and the fact that I'm paying for this training has made me realize like, okay, I'm here because I want to learn, not just because I want to experience social things.
0: I've been like kind of experiencing the same thing a little bit in film too, because like in editing and stuff, like as a student, it's kind of hard to transition, let alone like being an actor as well. But like we went from completely being in-person audiences as well to like theater as well. It's like in-person like you're actually like watching it and stuff. And I feel like that transition kind of unmotivated a lot of people, especially like it even unmotivated me to actually like stay with the craft and everything because of how hard you alluded to this earlier with like the cheating or well, not like you have the option to cheat mm-hmm. with the lines and stuff and it's like if you have that option with like schoolwork as well then yeah. it like you can get unmotivated because it's like all right I won't just I, w- I won't study or whatever kind of like re- relaying it back to film like with editing and stuff I kind of lost some of my like motivation or passion uh-huh. throughout this past or through this m- semester and last semester because it was like I wasn't really able to challenge myself that much because being an editor or whatever, it's kind of like behind the scenes anyway, but not actually being like on set on anything mm-hmm. is kind of unmotivated too. Cause that's what like pushed me to actually like edit stuff is being on set and stuff and like taking that away. It's just like, now what? You're right. Yeah.
1: Because it's the energy that you mm-hmm. get to feed off of. You're giving it to people and people are giving it back to you and then yeah. it's, all of a sudden it's not there. I know that like in some film classes they're giving you the option to just write and not create the things that you write. Yeah. And obviously there are writers who just do that, but it's not fair. I mean, yeah. and it's not the school's fault, but yeah. what's happening is not...
0: Especially feeding off of one another's you know, like energy and stuff because like with on this being on set it's like I experience, like we get to experience from step by step. And then like afterwards, it, like after filming and everything, and after I go editing, it like gives me more energy to like edit it. Cause I'm of all the excitement yeah. that I was experiencing on set to like push one another.
1: You're right. Yeah, you can't take shortcuts when you're with other people Yeah. because you're trying, you're all trying to give each other enough. Mm-hmm. But when it's just yourself, yeah. it's very easy to take those shortcuts yeah which doesn't all. i mean like honestly when we initially were sent home Mm -hmm. i did not do very well i didn't adjust yeah so it was over the summer that i had to try to i had to kind of sit back and consider what i wanted to do over the next year because i wasn't sure if i was just going to take a gap year yeah uh, because we're not getting the same education Mm -hmm. but i didn't (laughs) here so
0: i was thinking about doing a gap year as well but I sorry i just lost my train of thought but the college experience being as social as it is, as it is like because that's one of the main reasons i feel like people go to college mm-hmm. or is one of the main like focuses mm-hmm. how were you able to just from like being social seeing your friends every single day or like as much as you wanted when you wanted to yeah. instantly you're home and you don't you're not able to see your friends how were you able to transition from that
1: I think I'm still figuring that out, mm-hmm. and I had to, I mean, this everything sounds cheesy and cliche because everyone has said everything, so I'm not going to say that about what I'm going to say. But I had to become my own friend
0: yeah.
2: in a way that I <laughs> haven't, you yeah. know.
1: I think the one thing about college is that you're, when you're running around doing a lot of things and you're seeing a lot of people and you're experiencing a lot, mm-hmm. you don't process it, and yeah. sometimes it goes faster than you're Comprehending you mm-hmm. know and you're you don't Understand that maybe certain things are taking a toll on you. Yeah, like too much social energy. Mm-hmm. So uh, If anything it's made me I mean even last semester I was here and I would see you guys yeah. sometimes But I spent a lot of time by myself. Yeah, so it's just made me realize I don't need anyone mm-hmm. And that you need to take time away. Yeah from people sometimes Mm-hmm. people with different personality types I need to take time yeah
0: away. I I do too and then you know kind of going off the cliches a little bit but like I feel like everyone needs to take a self-care day quote-unquote like at least once a week just to even more I feel like people should take more like self-care days where they just focus on themselves because I feel like that's one of the strange uh, things that like kind of damper on mental health as well you're right like, yeah.
1: It's funny because self-care. I mean, even that phrase has been kind of reappropriated to mean like face masks, <laughs> and yeah. taking care of. I don't want to say superficial things because that might be your definition of it. Yeah. But self-care could mean you're watching something. All day. Yeah. Like whatever your brain needs to recharge.
0: Yeah. I just feel like whatever you like to do, like your hobby, like it can be anything as long as it's like <laughs> makes you happy and relax. Yeah. I guess um kind of transitioning back to film again with like being almost like a year without like experiencing any on the onset like studio and in-person kind of like films how was your experience filming dollhouse over the past fall or this fall i
1: i loved that i mean Mm -hmm. i i (laughs) i don't even know if i told you after it happened after we finished wrap after we wrapped it yeah uh but i needed that experience because I had been reaching a point then where mm. I felt like I needed to take a break from the <laughs> field because I yeah. didn't I wasn't excited anymore. Yeah. I mean, just being able to work with creatives who yeah. are very passionate and are invested and getting like mutual respect mm-hmm. because I think art is about respect and people aren't necessarily giving or receiving that. Yeah. and it's not anyone's fault, but that's it's hard to do that on mm-hmm. the over the internet. Yeah. So doing in-person film work is yeah. nothing like that, I think.
0: Yeah, I 100% agree. And then even though it was kind of, like, just, like, to ourselves, it wasn't, like, anything major, mm-hmm. It's, it still, like, motivated me as well. That was my first time, like, actually working on set on, like, that big of a set uh-huh. and working with, like, actors and stuff. And then it was really cool, like, experiencing, like, acting with you because... That was one of on the bucket list is to like film uh or film like a film with you and or like other act, like actual actors and not just like my friends. Mm-hmm. I guess like filming with an actual actor that isn't like my close friends. Mm-hmm. But that was like a cool experience cuz like you actually knew what you were doing and it was <laughs> Thank it was you. <laughs> good to hear. Yeah. Yeah.
1: You guys did too. I mean there's also this adrenaline you get when you're filming at night mm-hmm. and the energy starts shifting. You know, we went to, like, get candy at 7-Eleven. Yeah. And I was on a sugar high. Mm-hmm. There's something very, I can't put my finger on it. There's something very specific about the way that all of the craziness makes you feel. Yeah. And when you're experiencing it with friends who care about what they're doing.
0: Yeah. I think that's why I motiv- it, that motivated me, too. And then that was, like, crazy as well, because we were on set until, like, five in the morning and yeah. it didn't feel <laughs> like we were up that late
1: time stops <laughs>
0: yeah <laughs> feeling real how are you able to adjust adjust slash, slash like get acting gigs like how do you approach that
1: there is still work on casting sites i realize i think i've been yelling <laughs> <laughs> it's okay all time. It's all right. I mean, the mic is i'm not
0: okay you're you're at a perfect level right okay, now Okay.
1: thank you mm-hmm. um i have been not applying for the same things online actually okay I'm gonna backtrack I haven't used these casting sites since high school really Mm -hmm. because I was lucky enough to have friends who wanted to create here Mm -hmm. they have some voiceover work on there that I was trying to get involved with but in order to get that work you have to have a voiceover reel and I've Mm -hmm. never done voiceover work Mm -hmm. so it's that same thing where you can't get work until you have work but you can't get (laughs) work you know yeah but it's been good because i have returned to theater i've developed a love for it that i didn't have like classical theater i've done i mean i'm in a shakespeare acting class on zoom right now mm-hmm. and i'm doing an all female production of richard iii which i guess <laughs> i could plug because yeah. it's going to be happening next tuesday stay in tune. <laughs> yeah stay tuned but uh except it's on zoom so I'm okay sorry about i've just been doing theater
0: mm-hmm. and i've
1: been appreciating that because i i i Really, I think I had some difficulty answering the earlier questions because sometimes I feel like an imposter yeah. because I haven't done that much theater mm-hmm. and I'm a theater major Yeah. but I've really only worked with the camera so when we get back to in person I have to start investing in that in a way that I haven't that mm-hmm. I still haven't because we're still on Zoom Yeah. because basically all of the film actors and actresses who I respect their mm-hmm. work from I mean, they, they've all done stage work Mm-hmm. They've all trained with theater, yeah. Because it's it takes a different kind of discipline as an actor. Mm-hmm. So that's what I've been doing.
0: Okay, I feel like it's a lot more challenging. Or I mean, I feel like it's two completely different realms: theater first, like on film, and I feel like not many people realize that. How have you been able to like transition from the little like theater work that you did do to mm-hmm. being on film?
1: I love that film calls for very naturalistic work and Mm -hmm. I think that's why the transition wasn't too hard just Mm -hmm. because that's the work that I want to do
2: yeah
1: and I think that is why that that is why I haven't done much stage work Mm -hmm. even though there are a lot of productions written for smaller audiences black box productions where that is the norm film if you overdo it on camera that just does not come off well yeah because the camera picks up everything it picks up all of the little eye movements it picks up and that's, that's, again, why I love that work and mm-hmm. why th- that's what I want to do. I want to do film work, whether I'm writing or acting. Mm-hmm. So because, in part, I hadn't developed many habits from stage, because I haven't done a lot of stage, mm-hmm. the transition wasn't too oh, okay. hard.
0: That's really uh, good to hear. All right, I'm going to reset the camera real quick yeah, because fine. it stops filming at 30 minutes.
1: I don't know why, but, as, I mean, I haven't done any, like, interview... Yeah. type situation before mm-hmm. and my <laughs> i have like very nervous energy <laughs> right now i mean even when i'm talking i feel like i'm yelling and like i can't stop like twiddling my <laughs> my fingers my brain is do you know
0: yeah i get th- yeah 100 percent. yeah every time even now like i've done like 30 plus episodes or whatever but like i still I get nervous especially in the beginning but yeah you're doing like great thank you, you, too. Thank <laughs> you. Um, your voice is like good. Uh, every okay, like, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry about it.
1: Oh, okay, I haven't looked at the camera at all. I've oh got no, me yeah. Too,
0: right? No, okay. it's just like a face okay. on. Okay. Yeah, right. You're doing It'd be great. Weird yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> 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 well, that's kind of why I, I originally with Titus and I we kind of like did like face on, but that was kind of I realized that was awkward, so I kind of wanted to set up like it's oh, an actual like conversation smart. rather than looking into the camera more.
2: Okay. So,
0: yeah, because, cool. like, I want to feel, like, more of a conversation rather than, like, an interview or, like, a podcast or whatever. You're right, yeah. yeah. But, yeah, you're doing good. Thank you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so how is being a th- theater major at Temple so far?
1: Temple has great faculty, like, wonderful faculty, mm-hmm. uh, especially in the theater department. And the professors are very personal with all that they, they give to their students. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've had, I had one professor, Siobhan Norris, who taught movement, and creativity to me over the last two years. And she has this great philosophy about life that she takes into the classroom. And I feel like a lot of theater artists have a humanity. Mm-hmm. She teaches, I'm pretty sure she told me that she teaches empathy to people at this corporation. Like that's one of her jobs. Oh really?
0: Oh, that's so cool. <laughs>
1: so th- I have I have really enjoyed it. I mean, there, there are some, honestly, some frustrating elements in terms mm-hmm. of main stages. Temple theaters, like the, the, those, are their main shows, mm. and it's really hard to get cast in that because mm. the competition is so high. There, they have a cap, of a certain number of musical theater students and a certain number of grad students, so they have to cast. Yeah, and then I'm in the acting concentration, and it's B.A., not B.F.A. Mm-hmm. or M.F.A. Mm-hmm. So you have to be. Your performance has to be perfect almost, your audition. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I get that's the only element of Temple Theaters that I have occasionally been frustrated by, but I understand that that is how the world works in terms of getting cast. Yeah. It's extremely competitive. Mm-hmm. So you do have to be on your A game, and every time I submit an audition, I mean, I have se- I've filmed two maybe here with mm-hmm. Josh, and it wasn't great of me because Josh spent like three mm. or four hours with me because yeah. I wasn't ready. Mm-hmm. And I have a tendency to think that I'll be fine. Mm-hmm. So I'll learn a piece and do it that day. Mm-hmm. And the performances, I mean, the audition is fine, mm-hmm. but that's obviously not going to work. So yeah. it's good that they're, they they have not cast me actually, because that is something that like, that is my goal right now. Mm-hmm. And it's going to require actual discipline. And I was yeah. talking about having discipline, but yeah. I realize that my discipline isn't as strong as i say it is yeah because i'm still very much last minute about a lot of things and au- you can't be with auditions
0: yeah yeah i guess that's like um i can't think of the phrase but it's like hard but like also like it teach i guess it allows you to teach like self-discipline dif- dis- So i feel like that's so hard too like, actually learn and actually, like, do yourself because it's, like, so easy to, like, Uh procrastinate Uh on it. Because, like, I'm such a procrastinator as well, but it's... I guess that's good that it kind of teaches you, like, the real life as well, even though it's, like, difficult. But I feel like they should ease it up a little bit, I guess, but...
1: I agree, and so Donna Snow, she heads the acting concentration. And she's wonderful, and she started these play reading series. Serieses, is that the <laughs> plural? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's probably. Okay. Yeah, because yeah, it sounds wrong to say. Okay. Anyway. I hate these when that series, happens. Yeah, <laughs> words are not. <laughs> <laughs> they don't exist. Yeah, they're just made up. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. Well, <laughs> they are. So. Yeah, that is true. Um, but she gave us more opportunities and yeah. concentration to work. Mm. That's how I'm doing the Richard the Third production right now. Okay. Because it, I think in in a school environment demanding perfection is a little bit unusual Mm -hmm. because we're all here because we're not perfect and there is no there is no such thing as perfect yeah that doesn't exist yeah because you're never going to be that character Mm -hmm. so therefore your performance is never going to be good enough (laughs) That,
0: that is kind of weird too or like strange to think about but Like, yeah, you would think that would, like, ease up because, like, you're here to learn. You're not going... I guess you're not expected to be perfect right away.
1: I also think, though, it forces me again to... (laughs) I was about to say take a step back, and I've said that 14 times today. It's so easy to slip into complaining. Yeah. And sometimes it's really fun to complain. Mm -hmm. So you can keep that going for a long time. Yeah. But then you're not really learning. So for me, being at home being by myself when I get a rejection from main stage I mean I've only auditioned for one since coming home but it's Mm -hmm. made it much more real for me in terms of okay I need to like this summer I'm going Mm -hmm. to start taking some studio classes because I I'm going to be in New York more for JAG which I'll talk about Mm -hmm. and I need more training and I'm not getting enough technique and that's why I'm not getting these I, I don't have audition technique and i need to have a process and i don't i'm i'm kind of all over the place (laughs) right now
0: i think that's like one of the you're stepping into the like correct places i feel because i feel like that's like one of the biggest things i guess people lack is like being self-aware especially like for actors or whatever but i feel like you're very like self-aware of like what you need to improve on because like what you said earlier like no one's perfect and it's just improving. That actually, like, impresses me a lot. Thank you.
1: <laughs> There's nothing better to hear than yeah. you're self-aware. Yeah.
0: Because, so. like, we're all imperfect. And then if you're not, like, self-aware about that, then you can't, like, improve Your, whatever, Yeah. like, you want to get good at. Mm-hmm. Before you, like, before you got, before you, like, confirm that you want, like, we're going to temple or i forget what that word is uh, <laughs> like I when accepted no um, like when you like pick a school yeah the, i i don't know why that word know, I, yeah i don't know yeah that's really that's weird gonna
1: frustrate me. Yeah, you know, we have. All right, to it, it'll, it'll come well, back it'll to us. Yeah.
0: yeah, I guess like when you decided that you're going decision. To, I don't yeah, know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <obviously not> <laughs> well, you know what? It's gonna pop like five hours uh-huh, from now uh-huh. when it's like not relevant.
1: <laughs> you can put it in. <laughs> yeah, I'll just be like word. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: Um, but were there any other schools that you were looking into before you decided to mm-hmm. commit? There yes it goes. thank yes. you <laughs> oh my yeah. god okay uh, um before you committed yes, to
2: temple
1: yeah. well i in honesty was waiting on some wait lists i never know how much to say i mean again i've never done an interview before but i never know how much yeah. to say on camera in terms of not breaking bridges mm. do you know what i'm saying like I, yeah like, I, I mean i I I can say this though so I don't know why I'm hesitating but like Tish NYU Mm -hmm. they have a drama department that I was I was waitlisted by and I all of high school that's where I thought I was going to go or that's Mm -hmm. where I wanted to go but honestly I didn't I don't know if I deserve the waitlist because that audition day I this is what I meant this is what I mean about preparedness Mm -hmm. I was (laughs) midway through my monologue and I forgot the (laughs) piece Uh. I blanked yeah. And he had me do it again, but mm-hmm. I thought I was going to get rejected. Mm-hmm. To backtrack though, BFA programs are what I had initially auditioned for. Bachelor of Fine Arts in Acting. And the problem with those, I mean I shouldn't say problem with them because they're great programs yeah. for some people. But mm-hmm. they're extremely structured and you are spending like upwards of 12 hours a day doing work. Mm-hmm. Um, and your schedule's not your own. Mm -hmm. so the wait lists were sort of redirections for me because i realized that temple not only did i I auditioned at temple and i loved the people who auditioned me yeah the auditioners (laughs) (laughs) um amina robinson she's amazing Mm -hmm. uh she's she was in the movie precious oh really i have not heard about it uh,
0: I think I've heard about it briefly. It's yeah. an
1: upsetting film, so okay. I'm glad you have. But she's, she's very good, and Donna mm. Snow auditioned me. Oh, that's really cool. And I felt more of a connection with them than I did mm. at any of the other auditions.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And mm-hmm. also, Temple allows me to study other things. Yeah. So, as soon as I. There were some wait lists and there were some rejections, but I also realized, really in May, that I didn't want to do BFA, even yeah. though I, that's what I thought I wanted to do, mm-hmm. because I didn't consider that I wouldn't be able to study anything else yeah and then temple became i mean it, it it's my first choice so oh, that's I'm very awesome. happy that i'm here
0: oh that's really good to hear to lighting it up a l- little bit <laughs> but uh he was your all-time favorite actor and then currently
1: um <laughs> <laughs> at this point i'm gonna ask them to sponsor yeah. you <laughs> <laughs> sorry i don't know why i took a sip while after you asked um, no it's okay my mouth gets dry when i talk
0: Mine too. Yeah. It's like a freaking desert in my mind. And then it becomes yeah. so
1: difficult to get words yeah. out, you know? Yeah. I think I would still say Phoebe Waller-Bridge. Okay. I mean, there are also a lot of actors who use their platforms, like mm. Mark Ruffalo. I think it's a great human. Mm. So, I don't know if I really have an answer, mm. but I have a lot of people who I respect and admire. Mm-hmm. Like the people who I've mentioned.
2: Yeah, but
0: not that makes sense. All time favorite. Okay, because um, I, I, I guess inspirations and like your favorite actors kind of go hand in hand. Because like a little bit, because like if you're inspired by this one actor or uh-huh. actress, then I guess it kind of you fall in love with them a little bit. And but,
2: I think yeah. sorry, I'm
0: totally. I just no, ended I, was, I, I was ending anyway.
1: <laughs> okay, I was gonna say that there are some. I, I mean, you're a film major, you mm. love film, mm. sometimes you see a sp- specific film and it mm-hmm. totally excites you, yeah. and that might not be your favorite. I mean, yeah. there are certain performances that I've seen, like Sigourney Weaver in Alien.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I My dad showed me <laughs> Alien when I was too young to see Alien, but yeah. it, it's, she's so good. Mm-hmm. So that is something that has stuck with me forever. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Goodwill Hunting, Matt Damon and Ben Affleck's performances and their writing, that has stuck with me forever. Mm. So, there are certain moments, I mean, Magnolia, mm. another film, that has stuck with me forever. Julianne Moore is so good. I mean, everyone mm. who's in that yeah. film is so good. The writing is so good. Mm-hmm. And also, I think television, I, I watch a lot of streaming television. Yeah. So there are certain shows like Fleabag, mm-hmm. like Mad Men, mm-hmm. like Breaking Bad that are just written so well that mm-hmm. allows these actors to have such good performances because they're working with such good work. So I think my favorite, my answer is just that the, the pieces that have been written by really great people and worked mm-hmm. on by very talented people,
2: mm-hmm.
1: the entire casting crew, that's what, that, that's my favorite part of the craft,
2: of the field
0: that's really interesting to hear I'm yeah kind of rambling <laughs> you know, rambling is great on the podcast i always encourage <laughs> rambling um kind of transitioning to i guess kind of similar fields not really you don't have to dive too deep into it if you don't want to but how has your experience modeling been so far
1: i really don't have much experience with it i sophomore year of high school I became interested in it and I didn't know anything about it Mm -hmm. and I sent measurements into a New York based agency, not knowing that your hip measurement is actually like the fullest part of your bum. I did not (laughs) know that. I thought it was really, I
0: did not know that either.
1: Yeah. (laughs) And some agencies have very specific ideas of what they want that to be. Yeah. So I went in thinking that I was fine and that Mm -hmm. I wasn't. And it was sort of a weird back and forth there that turned me off of the industry. But then Mm -hmm. last year, Rachel Payne who works at Jag Models in New York mm-hmm. reached out to me over Instagram and I met her March right before quarantine hit and that has changed my perception of the industry because oh, really? Jag has these great models and they preach I mean they don't I don't want to say preach but they they practice body acceptance body Mm. empowerment like it's further than body empowerment because it's also like body neutrality like it doesn't matter that much it's it's your energy it's your face it's Mm -hmm. the other things that you bring and they don't Mm -hmm. have they have models who are all different Mm -hmm. sizes and i haven't started working with them because of the pandemic yeah but i'm going to start doing tests over the summer
0: Oh that's really cool. Um, What kind of made you interested in doing modeling? You know, high school can (laughs) be
1: very, it's sort of an experience that I think a lot of people want to escape from, Mm. honestly. Especially early in high school, you know, Mm. there are so many things happening so Mm. fast and that makes you want to step into something else happening faster. So that was my honest motivation. I just wasn't excited by high school and I wasn't excited by the routine mm-hmm. and I knew that it was something that was a little bit risky frankly yeah. and so that d- drew me to it because I have a tendency that I'm trying to get rid of which is to be drawn to things that are not great yeah. I mean I shouldn't <laughs> say that but that yeah. have risks with yeah. them, like th- the fields that we're working in they yeah. do but then you get this adrenaline and you get this excitement yeah. that no one else can get Yeah. so that's what drew me to <laughs> it okay that honestly.
0: makes a lot of sense because that kind of drew me. What drew me into editing and stuff in film, because it's like, it's not an instant. Like you're gonna get a job no. right away with like other things, like doctors or like computer science or like any other thing where it's like you get out of high school and it's not instantly. Because I feel like it's hard to get a job. Yeah. No matter what, but like yeah. it's more like, all right, here you go, here's it's a structured. job. It's structured. Yeah. You get,
1: yeah. Exactly.
0: I kind of like the mayhem our field brings.
1: Yes, that's the <laughs> word for it. Yeah. You're right.
0: It, it's, like, so adrenaline-filled as well. And, and I, I feel like most people in our, like, field, that's what they attach to. And that's why they love it so much.
1: One of the reasons why I'm... I mean, I guess there are... <laughs> okay, mm-hmm. so your podcast with Titus, mm-hmm. your interview with Titus, you guys were talking briefly about, like, different kinds of film majors. Mm-hmm. And you get pretentious ones everywhere. Certainly yeah. pretentious acting majors. Mm-hmm. But I think at Temple there might be less than... I don't know if that's the case but just because people are a lot of people are studying different things because it's not quite as structured Mm -hmm. so you get that adrenaline but you also get to take chances that a lot of people are not comfortable with taking because they think it's their way or the highway yeah
0: i feel like that's one of the reasons too why temple is like a good school is because you don't get those pretentious pricks yeah i mean of course there are like a few Bad eggs. Uh Yeah, but you can't really escape that. But I feel like if you went to, like, NYU or whatever, there'd be a lot more of those pretentious pricks.
1: And obviously I don't want to say that, but if you just look at the tuition, you know, like, obviously it's not accessible to a lot of people. Mm -hmm. So people bring in their experiences and likely... They do largely accept people who are well-off and they're going to be bringing in similar experiences. Mm -hmm. So... Yeah. I mean, I went to a high school that has a lot of people like that yeah so and it's it's not it doesn't have to be a bad thing that i speak negatively about yeah but it's a very specific experience that doesn't always help them grow
0: Mm -hmm. you know that makes sense
1: and then encourage you to grow (laughs) so here Mm. i feel like we're constantly being encouraged to grow yeah because we're just meeting mm-hmm. new people all the time well not now yeah but like, like you know yeah <laughs> yeah
0: but that's one of the best things i feel like temple does is get the opportunity i guess kind of transitioning to non uh film stuff you're you're a big advocate of biking um yes. why do you like biking so much or to bike
1: um <laughs> because <laughs> it clears your mind mm-hmm. and i think I've always wanted to practice mindfulness, but it's very intimidating. I think the community around mi- mindfulness, I don't want to say that those people turn me off of it because mm-hmm. a lot there are different people who practice it and preach it, but I am someone who's a little I'm prone to anxiety and my mm-hmm. brain goes too fast sometimes, mm-hmm. so I can't really sit down and meditate. But with the biking, mm-hmm. I can and there's no pressure. Yeah. There's no pressure.
0: That makes sense. I feel like, in a way, kind of like, you're just like focusing on one thing, I guess.
1: Yeah. I mean, I will, <laughs> I, I, I don't know if this, this is not really a thing that a lot of people do, but, because it's not the safest, but I have music playing when I bike. Oh, okay, yeah. Which is how I go so far and how I yeah. enjoy it so much. So, I'm not, like, my brain, because if, if mm-hmm. I'm just biking without any music or walking mm-hmm. without any music, my brain is still doing that. Yeah. But with the music <laughs> it doesn't. And there's oh, the that's r- really endorphins. Interesting.
0: Yeah. What kind of music do you listen to? And do you like listen to a podcast while you bike too or is it solely music?
1: I get if I'm listening to podcasts, I don't listen to cars mm-hmm. because I'm f- trying to take in information. So n- it's mostly music. Okay. I mean it's at a lower volume when I'm on the street. Yeah. I take when I'm on campus I take the same route down Fairmount. Oh, okay. And then I get to Kelly Drive, and once mm. I'm on Kelly Drive, I get to listen a little bit more
2: mm-hmm.
1: to anything. Yeah. I mean, we like similar, so like yeah. Glass Animals, Mac uh, Miller, like anything that's, awesome. that's good. Yeah, I will listen to.
0: Yeah, oh, that's so cool. I know, like, if you like have like different moods for the day, so you like attach to like one thing or Definitely. another. I mean, yeah,
1: but that changes every day.
0: Yeah, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> thank you, no, thank, thank you. you. No, I appreciate it. <laughs> they're applauding you. <laughs>
1: exactly, no, they're building. They're building the atmosphere. Yes. Well, sometimes, if I'm listening to certain music, I can't tell what's going on. Mm-hmm. You know, there are always pedestrians who will stop in their tracks, and then I have to, you know, hope yeah. I don't hit them. Yeah. When I'm because Kelly Drive is, it's not, it's sort of narrow. Yeah. And there are a lot of people who freak yeah. that. So I feel like I listen to, depending on how many people there are, I listen okay. to different genres. Oh, that's
0: interesting. How long have you been biking for?
1: Since high school, I started to take it seriously. Really though, like a year ago. Oh, okay. Last semester, I started biking a lot because mm-hmm. I was alone a lot yeah. of the time. So I think, honestly, really last semester is oh, when I
0: really?
2: started, yeah.
0: Yeah, cause I remember like when I heard that you like started to bike a lot, I was like really interested, cause like I like biking too, but like I never knew that you like bike that often, cause freshman year you didn't really no, bike. I, didn't. I guess you that's kind of hard with like being in Morgan, but
1: I, I went to the gym a lot. Okay. That and I didn't enjoy it very much. <laughs> yeah. Uh, because I mean nothing against gyms, I still will go occasionally, but I I like being outside, like yeah. most people do.
0: I feel like gyms are just awkward places. It is a little right. Yeah, There's and in like
1: some weird uh, energy. Yeah, I mean, I don't like you're, like you're all hamsters. Yeah, running in your wheels. Yeah, you know? like
0: I, I never really liked gyms either. When I used to exercise a lot, I would pr- rather prefer like running outside comparatively to in, like in a gym, mm-hmm. and working out. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I can like totally like get where you're coming from.
1: I mean, and there are all different types of people who go to gyms, and that's great. And some people don't have access to the outside at the same Mm -hmm. level. So I understand that. Yeah. But if you can, I, well, like I have knees that are not the greatest, Mm -hmm. so I can't run. Yeah. But I know that part of what damaged them and isn't good for them is doing too much like on surfaces that are not natural. Yeah. So when you're running, you want to be on soft ground. Mm-hmm. So I feel like a lot of what people do in the gym, I don't want to generalize, but it's like about aesthetic. Mm-hmm. And it might not be good for your body. Yeah, that Some, makes
0: sense.
1: A lot of professionals know what they're doing, but yeah. you know, not everyone yeah. does.
0: Yeah, well, I, when I was hating on the gym, I didn't mean like to hate on everybody. Or like every anyone who goes, but No, yeah. no, I didn't think you yeah. meant that. <laughs> I just cleaned that up a little bit, but yeah, but like I agree. Or I mean, I heard that too. Gyms and stuff can put a lot of like strain on your knees because it's like unnatural and stuff. Exactly. What's the furthest distance that you ever biked before, if you can remember?
1: I mean, I I think, (laughs) I don't know because when I go for bike rides, I'll go for a few hours. I think the longest in terms of time has been like four or five hours because I don't track it. Uh, Sometimes I'll have it on my watch, but usually I don't have it on Mm. because then I'll be focused on the number. Yeah. But, like, I I have gone through all of Philly before. Oh, wow. That was one day last semester. That's crazy. I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I can't speculate.
2: I don't know.
0: Okay. Like, where do you bike? I know you kind of uh, said a little bit with a couple of streets that you said. I forget what, Fairmont. Mm -hmm. Um, But, like, where do you usually like to bike, wanting to bike for a while?
1: I will either do the Fairmont to Kelly Drive. Because, okay, you go down Kelly Drive, and then Mm. you turn at a bridge <laughs> that I don't know the name of, and then you go back around on Memorial Drive, I believe it's called something like that, because that's always shut down, there aren't mm-hmm. any cars, and then you go back to the art museum, mm-hmm. that, or that, that's the way I go. Mm-hmm. But when I'm at home, I'll do kind of a similar route, there's a trail near my house, so I'll go down that trail, okay. I'll go over another bridge, and then I'll go down another trail. Okay. There's like a river canal, and then there's mm-hmm. a trail. Okay. That's very
0: vague. Yeah, but so. okay, I think I kind of know what you're getting at with the uh, Fairmont to Kelly. Okay. Cool. Um, I'm just going to reset it one more time. Yeah, you're fine. Hopefully my computer doesn't die.
1: You know, if it does, oh, well. that'll be... Exactly,
2: there's yeah. nothing we can...
0: I'll just get use the camera audio. Hopefully that's not as bad. Is there like a certain like location in biking that's like your dream location to bike, or... Yeah. That's
1: such a good question. So, have you seen Lord of the Rings? Uh, of I've
0: the seen, I've seen like clips. Okay. I've seen like the first half of the f- first Hobbit, and then like clips of Lord of the Rings here and there.
1: So it's set in New Zealand, mm-hmm. and there are these rolling hills. That's that is my dream oh. bike location.
0: Oh, that's so cool. What kind of attracts you to it, to New Zealand? Is it just the hills, or is there um, other aspects of it? Well,
1: New Zealand has culture that i don't know a lot about Mm -hmm. and from what i know i mean it's regulated well so like a lot of the land is untouched Mm -hmm. and it's very green Mm -hmm. and people are spread out from one another so it's about the nature and that's what draws me to it
0: oh that's really cool you've went you've been to barcelona before Mm -hmm. how was that
1: I loved it. I mean, mm. there's a lot of culture and it's, it's kind of like it's buzzing, you know, mm. because there are so many people doing their own thing and people get attracted to cities because of that, because yeah. there's so much energy and people are focused on themselves. So you can't judge yourself or feel embarrassed about anything. Mm. And obviously there's a different culture there.
0: Mm.
1: Did you ask what my favorite part was?
0: Uh, I was just asking like uh, how was Barcelona in general. You can say your favorite part if you want to. I guess what is your favorite part?
1: (laughs) We stayed across from this old, not old, it's a church that's half Mm. structured called the Sagrada Familia. And it's beautiful, Mm. designed by Gaudi. I don't want to speculate when, I think it's the 18th century. I'll show you a picture after because the architecture is really unusual. It's Mm. not designed like a church that anyone has seen.
0: Mm.
1: It's very colorful and there are a lot of like modern art elements on the roof Mm. that were not around when he designed it. And it's all, it's futuristic. I love futuristic films, books, music, Mm. whatever. And the way that it's designed like very 3D objects, Yeah, which is very unusual.
0: Oh, that's really cool. Mm-hmm. What was like the culture shock transitioning from like being in the US and then going to Barcelona? What was that like?
1: So I have family who lived in a part of Barcelona, not Barcelona, in Barcelona, whatever people call it. Mm-hmm. I li- they live in a part of Spain that has a lot of English tourists. Mm-hmm. So then coming into, Barcelona, or coming into Madrid, or anywhere else, it was very invigorating because you didn't just see tourists, you saw people who lived there mm-hmm. and experienced the day to day there. Mm-hmm. I love food, and <laughs> one of my favorite parts about going to any yeah. place is trying their food. Mm-hmm. So it was a very pleasant culture shock. I think culture shock is a good thing. Mm-hmm. If you shelter yourself too much when you visit a new place, then you won't experience it. Yeah, yeah,
0: that's one of my biggest things too. Cause and that's one of the reasons why I want to travel so badly it's to experience like new cultures and stuff. I'm sorry, there no, there's like okay. there's two planes like behind you that are like crossing. Oh by.
1: You're right. I don't know why I turned that yeah. way.
0: <laughs> but I just got shocked that for that. Um, there was a bird. A yeah. Line over. Okay. <laughs> but um, what is like? Do you imagine yourself traveling a lot, or do you kind of want to stay in one location more?
1: If I have the means. I want to travel.
0: Mm. I
1: do not want to stay in one place. I don't... We're in fields where we can do that. Yeah. You know, I think anyone can. Or anyone... I don't know. I should not say anyone can. (laughs) Because there's a lot of economic disparity. Especially in this country. Okay. (laughs) Now we're on (laughs) something else. But if if you're able to... My family... I mean, I was lucky enough to travel because we would sacrifice certain things Mm. to do that. So I want to be able to continue doing that i mean i haven't obviously in a while but Mm. just being in quarantine has made me realize and probably you realize how Mm. much you want to be out and yeah living Um, elsewhere
0: yeah i guess what is like another thing like what is one of your dream like locations to film
1: oh that's a great question have you seen the talented mr ripley i have not it is Maybe disturbing a little bit. Mm-hmm. It was disturbing in elementary school, so maybe <laughs> it's not, But it has Matt Damon in it okay. and Gwyneth Paltrow and Jude Law,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and it's set in Positano, Italy, and it's so beautiful—like <laughs> th- just the expanse, the water, mm-hmm. the architecture. It's like cities on cliffs, oh, and then that's there are so beaches. Cool. Yeah. So that is where my dream location
2: is.
0: That film. sounds so beautiful. I one of my like biggest things is like seeing different actor agriculture though but i can't pronounce that word um, how do you even pronounce like agriculture yeah or or, or, or uh, no the ar- 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 architecture oh, there we oh, go okay, okay. I, I don't sense. know why i was saying ag- agriculture well they're very similar yeah. words but so yeah that that's, <laughs> with that makes sense. the buildings but uh-huh. like i that's always interested me in different countries and stuff and seeing how they are able to adapt adapt to different environments because even the u.s it's like a wide variety of like environments that people have to build and Mm -hmm. live on and it just always interests me how we're able to kind of adapt to that
1: no matter what the (laughs) body of water nearby or what (laughs) the land that naturally grows nearby is yeah Yeah. you're right
0: yeah it always just uh, intrigues me how do you pack I'm going to butcher this a little bit Pakistani Uh, Pakistan (laughs)
1: Pakistani
0: Pakistani Pakistani
1: you can say pakistani I pakistani
0: mean, is that oh i mean i want to pronounce it well
1: that a lot of americans say pakistani and it, mm. i mean i'm american <laughs> yeah. but yeah. um it's well at least my family we call we say pakistani
0: so pakistani yeah exactly. okay there you go yeah i i just don't want to like misspell or like mispronounce it because no, i'm trying you to got it. okay so that <laughs> leading up to my <laughs> next question is how was your childhood like growing up with a pakistanian mom
1: um, well, my mom, she is first-generation, but she moved here at, as a toddler, oh, so wow, okay. shes I mean she's very much westernized. I mean, I mm. talked to her about that question a mm. little bit because we didn't experience a huge amount from her culture except certain foods, and I mean, my mom is a great cook, so she mm. cooks a lot of Pakistani dishes. Mm. and. I, I think I experienced a lot of the culture from her parents, my nani and nana,
2: mm-hmm. who,
1: I mean, my nana is from Afghanistan and my, my nani, she's from the same regions as my, where my mother was born. Mm-hmm. So they introduced me to a lot of the actual, like the, the language, it's very, it's a very difficult language and I don't know a lot mm. <laughs> of words, but I can, yeah. I can understand it if I hear it a little bit. Mm. And the music... And I mean my, my grandmother practices Islam. Mm-hmm. So I started being interested I'm interested in all different faiths. So I, I don't I don't know if I can tell you a lot, but I know enough about the culture to make me want to learn more mm-hmm. because of my mother and because of my grandparents. Yeah. You know.
0: Yeah yeah, that's very interesting. Do you know like any words off the top of your head? Or <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> It's okay if you don't. No, go, I mean, go,
1: Unfortunately, so my grandparents are visiting, actually, in a mm. week. But I haven't, I have, okay, well, inshallah means God willing. Okay. And Khodafis, khedafis, mm. is like a way of saying, like, I love you, goodbye on the phone. But for some reason, I cannot remember, I can name dishes, but I can't <laughs> remember the
0: Yeah, that's very, words right now. <laughs> that's very interesting. I think, like, I think you're the first person who I know was pakistanian or pakistanian because i feel like in the u.s you don't really see that many people it's usually like close it's like usually you're like from england germany or from like those common england from those like common countries i mean i I, sorry
1: i feel like i keep accidentally no No, it's it's okay don't don't worry about it don't worry about it uh i i think part of the reason why i don't i'm not as connected as i want to be is because I don't appear to other people as mm. being Pakistani. You know, like my entire life I've been asked if I was adopted because I don't necessarily look like my mom or my brother. Mm. So I th- that causes a bit of a disconnect. But mm. if you actually go to Pakistan, like the first redheads came from that re- area of the world.
0: Oh really? I did not know that.
1: My mom, I didn't know that either. Yeah. Uh, so if you go to Pakistan, you will see people who look like me. Mm-hmm. And I do have facial features that, like, a lot of my family have, so they can see it in me. But people who don't know yeah. a lot about the culture don't. If yeah. that makes sense.
0: It makes a lot of sense. Yeah. But, like, it's kind of interesting that I learned that because, like, I was kind of trying to come up with questions the other day. And I asked Josh. And then it was at Josh about it. And he said that your mom was, like, half-packed pakistanian yeah. and that was really interested to me because i never knew that before mm-hmm. and my mom is a uh, first generation from hungary so it, it was really wow. interesting to hear that second generation removed from like a different country and that was very really interesting to me to hear because i'm also like second generation removed from living in hungary or whatever oh, interesting. and it is kind of like because growing up well, my grandma, she, like, spoke, like, she couldn't speak English, she just spoke Hungarian, and it was kind of cool to have that, like, culture within, like, growing up, because I feel like not many people experience you're that. Because right. it's usually, like, oh, you're, like, fourth, fifth, even maybe sixth generations uh-huh. removed from, like, the place that you're from, like, Italy or whatever yeah. country that is, but yeah. it's kind of cool that we have that. You're right. How was it growing up in Philly or near Philly?
1: i mean (laughs) i when i first came to temple we were we went around a room in my communications class because i'm studying that and acting Mm -hmm. ask about (laughs) asking like where you're from Mm -hmm. and i made the mistake of saying philly Mm -hmm. because if you're if you live in philly you're not supposed to say you're from philly if you're from close to it and i understand that because i i mean not that you did anything yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah i didn't it's you know I don't know how big of a deal it is, but I'm I live like all of 15 minutes away from Philly. Yeah. So I do associate a lot of my home experiences with Philly, mm-hmm. and yet there's a lot that I don't, I haven't explored. Like yeah. I know I know Fishtown, I know Germantown. Obviously, I know <laughs> Center City mm-hmm. and um, South Philly, and we go to South Street and North Philly, but I don't, I haven't explored as much as. There's so much in Philly. Yeah, you know, like you mm-hmm. you go. I don't even realize how how much how yeah. many different areas there are in Philly.
0: It's so crazy to think about that. I feel like you can say you're from Philly or whatever, or like you're at least from like Philadelphia County. Yeah, exactly. At, at least <laughs> well, you're in the county. I'm actually not. Oh, I'm you're in not Montgomery County. Oh, really? I know, oh, wow. Wait.
1: Even though I'm so sh- I'm because it's a it's a, an, an expressway in between oh, okay. where I live and oh. where Philly is. So I'm not actually in Philly. Oh wow. So okay. I, but it's very close yeah
0: all right i'm just gonna lump you into <laughs> <laughs> being from philadelphia county or whatever well,
1: technically we have residences in philadelphia county oh okay so now we're i mean both of us do yeah <laughs> so <laughs> now, now we're, <laughs> now we we're can from say. philly and also yeah. when you're telling like someone asks where you're from mm-hmm. and they're from a different state you're not yeah. going to say like oh i'm from lower marion pennsylvania yeah like no one you can like, say you're from people know philly
0: yeah i feel like that's that's reasonable because like, who the fuck is going to know like every fucking county in the state?
1: That would be very very yeah. unusual. Yeah, I have never come across anyone who knew that. So,
0: cause like I'm from Peckway, uh uh-huh. But I'm not going to say like Peckway and Lancaster like county. But I'm not going to fucking say like I'm from Peckway. Exactly. I'm going to say I'm like from Lancaster City or whatever. Exactly. Even though like Lancaster is not that well known, but it's like still like closer than uh-huh. saying I'm from Peckway yeah. or whatever. You're right but yeah but yeah with going back to like saying how big philly is but it's like interesting too because like we've lived here for what year and a half well i guess i kind of lost two years yeah (laughs) but i guess i kind of not really like a full two year two years because it's like covid and everything bringing us back home i've walked like i walk many hours within philly because i walk from here to like to center Uh and you would think like amount like how much you bike how much like I walk and stuff that we would know like
1: right but there's always you always come across something that you've never seen before
0: or
1: I mean like it's I don't notice all of the murals that I pass there's so much that I don't notice when I'm just going down I'm sure it's the same for you
0: yeah like all the murals is crazy too because it's like so many different ones and it's like Holy crap. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're right. Um, yeah, but we can wrap it up now. Um, thank you for coming on. Thank
1: you for having me. I had fun.
0: I had a lot <laughs> of fun. Uh, you did a very good job <laughs> thank answering. You. You um, thank you again for coming on. And thanks for watching. <laughs> <laughs>